Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast. Um, today, I'm going to be getting straight into the point of the video. And I want to first off start by saying happy pride to uh, the LGBT community. Uh, this is Pride Month, a uh, month where we recognize and we acknowledge um, all lesbians, gay, bisexual, transgender, trans, uh, transgender, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I honestly, I'm not even trying to be funny, sometimes I can't even keep up, I think it's the full thing now is LGBTQIA, uh, the Q standing for queer, and the I standing for intersex, and then the A for allies, so, you know, shout out to the entire community, um, very important that we recognize how courageous it is to live in your skin, uh, skin that you might not necessarily, um, and I don't mean the skin that you're necessarily born with, of course, I know for a fact, me being a black woman, it is very, of course, hard for us as black people to live in our skin, but sometimes it's, uh, it's a different feeling, um, I could say, to live in acceptance of your sexuality, especially, uh, when your sexuality, um, has, especially because your sexuality has been, you know, has such a negative connotation for most of our history, um, up until 2016, if you didn't know, there was, um, very few states in this country that recognize um, same-sex marriage. And um, after 2016, the Marriage Equality Act was passed. And, you know, now we are able to marry um, each other. And I say each other because if you didn't know, I am a lesbian. I do identify as such. And, um... That kind of puts me in a position where I just can't only be worried about my race or my womanhood. I also have to be worried and um, conscious of my sexuality and what it means to people where I go. So, for instance, where a straight black woman may have to be, you know, she may travel abroad or travel um, even domestically and think about, you know, well, how is this town or this place or this country, how do they treat black people, what are their uh, rights and their beliefs and their expectations towards women, and also, um, I have to think about, you know, is it gay-friendly, how do they treat uh, lesbians, and um, for also for myself, though, because I do not tra- dress like a traditional woman, uh, so to speak, uh, I I put traditional in parentheses because there's no such thing of how a woman should dress. Those these are these are things that come from a very patriarchal, misogynistic time frame and mindset that we must abolish if we want to move forward and we want true equality. We should not be police, policing or politicizing the way people. Uh, present themselves and how, and how they want to present themselves. So I, I am what you would call uh, in a black community, we call it either AG or not a lot of people like this word or dyke or stud. Um, um, 
and traditionally the word has more more people older in the older generation they may know the word for being bush or bull dagger but i could go on and on about the terms but that's not the point of the video the point of the video is gonna be kind of light touchy for some people because it's gonna be kind of as you know um my last video i'm kind of be like uh holding a black community accountable for some of the things that we accept and we and we, and we do so what i wanted to talk about in light of pride month was the constant um posts and the constant comments that i see on social media and in you know daily conversations with um black people about the differences between uh how america i guess uh recognize pride month versus how they recognize Black History Month, right? So I want black people to understand this. It has nothing to do with the sexuality um, of gay people on, on why you see such a big representation every June compared to February. Um, it more so has to do with who is the center of the LGBT. And who is the center of the LGBT? If you guys didn't know, middle class gay white men. And because they are the center of the movement, um, of course, these people are gonna be more recognized than, than black people, period. You know, it has nothing to do with these people being gay or lesbian or non-binary or transgender or bisexual it has nothing to do with that it has all to do with who's the center of the movement now let's make a let to to, to make my point i'm gonna focus and shift to the marriage equality act now this marriage equality act is only in existence because white gay men wanted to be equal to their straight counterparts had nothing to do with, well, technically, through the eyes of the law, we have uh, the 14th Amendment, which has two parts. And the first part is equal protection under the law. And because we have equal protection under the law, when you get married, uh, two people get married, there's certain benefits and certain legal advantages and legal rights that you obtain once you sign. Because what a marriage is, before, forget about the, the biblical version of a marriage and, you know, a man leading and all of that stuff, right? A man leading and, um, you know, a woman and a man getting together and holding matrimony and we're together in a union. Forget about all of that. Let's talk about straight legalities of a marriage. And when you're married to someone, you have certain benefits that you don't have when you're a single person. You know, for example, you guys can get certain tax breaks. Um, you can, uh, you don't have to testify against your spouse in court. Uh, and uh, you become that legal spokesperson for that for your spouse. Uh, let he or she be incapacitated, right? Um, so you know if your husband or your wife is in a hospital and they're not able to speak um, or make decisions for themselves, you can do that. Um, you know if your 
your husband or your wife commit crime legally, you don't have to go and testify against that um that your partner, right? Um now for gay couples before twenty sixteen in most states, that is not something that they were allowed to. They could have been just as much in love as the as the next straight couple. They could have been together just as long, some some cases even longer. And they had no legal rights to their partner. Yeah, now, yes, some may argue, well, you can uh, file for power of attorney or you can, um, you know, you can, you can, you can have make that person your health care proxy and et cetera, et cetera. Well, those things uh, cost money, cost time, cost effort, where if we're married, I don't have to do that. That's a personal choice if I decide to have someone other than my wife or my husband become my legal first person by giving them the power of attorney. That's something I personally want to do because I don't want my wife to be or I don't want my husband to be. So I'll make that decision, right? Now, if we're married, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to go out and make anyone else my power of attorney. You're my legal. We have a legal contract. We are legally binded to one another through the state of New York or the state of Alabama or Mississippi or California or whatever state that you guys are residing in at that time. You guys have a legal contract and uh, you're also being recognized in all 50 states, no matter where you go to in this country, as long as you're my wife or you're my husband, you have those rights, right? Now, like I said before, before 2016, gay couples, lesbian couples did not have those opportunities and those rights and those benefits that came with that, right? So now, because we have equal protection under the law, what? gay couples did was they looked at the case of Lovins v. Virginia. They looked, um, they used the 14th Amendment and they took it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And then after that, what could you do? <laughs> Marriage equality, I guess it is what it is. You know, a lot of people kind of simple-minded folks blame Obama for this, but this has nothing to do with him. I mean, he signed the act, correct, but Congress passed the bill, and it was because of the Supreme Court cases that decided, you know, this is illegal. You guys can't stop people from getting married. Look at all of these benefits that these couples are missing out on because you guys won't allow them to get married. So it's nothing, it has nothing to do with a sitting president whether or not acts of that nature. And those are, and when a Supreme Court case like that was as big as Brown v. Board of Education, you know, I, I think it was, I can't, it was, I can't remember right now. Um, Z. Hodges, let me look up the exact court case because I like to be official when I speak. Okay, so it was, I couldn't, I know it was V. Hodges, but it was Obergfell V. Hodges that, you know, is the reason why we have same-sex same marriage recognized in all 50 states, right? No matter who was the president at that time, even if it was Trump, because you guys like to say, we know Trump doesn't support gay marriage and da-da-da, even if he was the, he would have been, he would have been, 
Well, I can't even say that because he did a lot of things that were just completely unheard of during his presidency. But that's another uh, topic for another podcast. Um, but just to get back to my point, um, yeah, again, people, has nothing to do with. There's no gay agenda. There's no. There's no agenda out there that wants this country everybody to be homosexual and no that's not the case most people uh you do look at the polling it's still about 50 50 you still got a lot well in the black community is more than 50 50 but in the in the in the broad community that wouldn't can Counting everyone, it's about 50 50. You know, some people either you're for it or against it. You know, it's not really big in between so much. You do have certain people, but those are the exceptions and not the rules. Either it's just 50 50 right now. You know, go back and more further you go back in time, the more you're going to see more people against it. But as time goes forward now, we're moving on. Hopefully, we continue to do such. Um, it's more more fifty fifty, uh, more so whether or not people accept uh, gay marriage or not. But the point I'm trying to make is that you know it has more to do with the people who are at the center of the movement than it has to do with sexuality. Uh, like I said again. The reason why we have a marriage equality act in the first place is because white gay men wanted to be equal to their straight counterparts. This is one of the only things that white gay men feel oppressed about. They have nothing else. You, as being a white man in this country, we already know what that comes with. And that's not an argument. That's not a debate. That is a fact. You know, and I'm not trying to even, you know, spew anything. I'm just being real. Uh, when these people realize that, wow, you mean I can't get these same privileges that my, you know, my my straight brother or my straight coworker is getting? Oh no, we have to do something. So what did they do? They lobbied. They protested. They took it to the courts. Uh, they did something that. Black people haven't been doing for a long time until recently, which is sticking together and standing together in solidarity. And even amongst, you know, of course, you're not going to always be, every black person is not going to have the same thought pattern. Of course not. But they had a goal. They did what they had to do to achieve that goal, and they obtained it. Simple. Um... Black people haven't been getting married like that since the 70s. I think 33, only 33% of black children are being raised in a two-parent home. So that means 70, what, 77%, 70, 76%, was that, yeah, 76%. I'm sorry, 70, <laughs> I'm really bugging right now because I'm usually, I'm really tired. It is like 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, 77%. I think that's, that makes 99, though, right? So what I'm, it should be 75. Whatever the number is right now, I can't 
I'm sorry, it is actually 78% of black people, black children, are being, are being raised in a single parent home, which means they're not married, which means black people do not get married like that anymore. And we know that in our generation, I'm talking really about my generation, not, a, not anyone, I say 45 or older, they may have a different experience, right? But for people my age, how many mar- how many weddings have you re- and have you really attended since high school? But I'm sure countless baby showers. But not a lot of weddings. We are not getting married like 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 we were before. Okay? And we don't do weddings. We do baby showers. Okay? We do first birthday parties. Um we don't that's that was not our struggle. Okay? Um I'm not going to sit here and speak for every black gay couple, of course. I'm sure um, they were very ecstatic and very proud to be able to be married. But mm, that was the white man's struggle. And because it was his struggle is the reason why we see all this recognition today. Had it had been a black man's struggle or black people in general struggle, we would be wondering... As a, as the, as the as the black gay community, where's our recognition? You know, and and I feel like very conflicted because it does put you in a in a place where like, damn, what about Black History Month? Of course, me even as a woman who identifies as a lesbian, I do sometimes wonder like, wow, how come? But I don't think that we should be competing with other marginalized groups. I don't think we should be upset that. LGBT members are getting recognized. Like I said in the beginning of this video, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of gut to live your truth. Especially, like I said, uh, in, a, in a place where, where it hasn't been easy to live that truth. You know, suicide uh, a hot, is higher amongst the LGBT community. Homelessness is higher amongst the LGBT community. HIV AIDS is higher amongst the LGBT community. Certain 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 things that that like people don't have to worry about pe- like you know being straight, which people think I think straight people take it take it you know take it for granted how easy you guys have it. You know, just like you know as black people we should be able to understand a lot more because we deal with oppression just walking out the door so just like white people don't understand their privilege straight people don't understand their privilege they don't have to worry about if this place is going to be mad if they kiss each other they don't have to worry about holding hands in public and sneery looks i think maybe interracial couples may feel that a little bit more and understand that a little bit more than a straight couple, than a than a same race couple, you know, black couples maybe have to worry about you know what well, if this place is gonna appreciate our blackness, but they don't have to worry about them recognizing their commitment and their love to one another towards one another, you know what I'm saying? There's still places in this country today that will look at you funny style for kissing your partner in public or holding your partner's hand. I remember I experienced something, um, you know, 
a few years ago when I was younger, and I and I and I would have probably handled it much better now that I'm older. But at that time, I just threw my uh the lunch tray, the tray you know the trays they give you when you go like to a mall or something. I just threw it on the floor, uh threw it down, cursed the guy out. You know he didn't want me embracing my partner at the time. And the place and told told me that there were kids there. I want to know, like, if I could go back in time, I would have asked him, how many times have you told that to a straight couple? No, you can't, you can't do that. You can't stop people from, from, like, maybe, maybe in a private place, but not in a public setting. You can't do that. And it wasn't like it was indecent to the fact, to the point where we were like, you know, it wasn't, it was PG, you know? So it's just like, these are things that most straight people have no worries about. And why would you want to take that from people? We should know as a community how it feels to have everything taken from us and no recognition for the things that we do. Let people be recognized for something that's special about them. Just as much as we think our skin is special, and our race is special because of what we've been through. It is special to be different. And I don't feel like we should we should we should still be having this conversation about about pride. You know, like it's becoming I, my fear. What my fear is for the black community is that in fifty years the whole world will move on. And we will still be worrying about some gay agenda that does not exist. It doesn't. It just simply doesn't exist. It's 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 still more lawmakers now. Like I may have seen, like you know, in the in the in the communities, it may be fifty fifty, but it's still more lawmakers right now in Congress that are still against. They won't probably say it now because of the climate that we're in. But you go back 10 years, you go back 20 years, some of these people are still in office. You just hear some of the things that they used to say about gay marriage. You know, they were still saying these things about gay marriage up until the bill was passed. And they couldn't do nothing about it anymore. And the world started shifting and more acceptance uh, started to 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 build up for it. I shouldn't even say acceptance, more tolerance started to build up towards the LGBT community. So let people enjoy you know, their month. We we don't never do do we, we don't never do that on Women's History Month. You know, I'm sure you have slick ignorant people who say stupid things, but on Women's History Month, women are recognized. You see women, you know, uh, on commercials. You see women-owned businesses being promoted. You see all of these things uh, for Women's History Month. There's no composition there. You know, and I and a lot of black women don't even recognize women history month, from what I see. You know, I'm I'm speaking for like more more so of the urban community. You know, not the higher 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 educated uh, black woman. She may may take it a little bit more serious, right? But at the same time, you you don't you don't you don't you don't see that 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 competition. No, it's pink all over. <laughs> but but how come for I don't know maybe because for the naked eye maybe the rainbow may be more of a shock value maybe it's still much a lot of controversy um 
with pride in and of itself. But I just feel like, you know, we should stop that. It's really distasteful. And it's it's just not cool to, to compete with other marginalized groups. And then, guys, it's gay black people. Like, if you have a problem, so then every time you see a rainbow, think about your gay friends. Think about your gay family members. Think about them, and, and they're black. And let them, let us enjoy, you know, what the, 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 having our black, because, because it's still important, like, it's still, it's still hard to be black and gay, you know, think about that, and, and see how that, how that, how that, how that, and maybe if that'll change your mind, you know, every time you see a rainbow, think of me, think about, wow, you know, Charlotte is recognized. You know, I don't feel like we should be in a competition with other, other, other marginalized groups, other oppressed groups. It's corny. Especially, especially because we should know. Um, but that's really all I had to say. Um, about the topic, I feel like um, I probably would um, go further into in depth into it at another time. But, um, everybody, you know, have a good day. Like I said again and before in the beginning of the video, happy Pride Month to all my family out there, my LGBT family, especially my black LGBT uh, family, because we are, we're dealing with so much more, you know, just being black and then on top of that being gay is just, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's intended to be a harder life, you know, but we don't have to make it, we don't have to make it. We don't have to make it such, you know, we could, we could, I feel like, you know, being free and, and living your life, um, living your life, uh, liberated will make, uh, you know, make a, make much more of a difference, you know, and then shout out to all my people still in the closet because, you know, I feel like, um, I understand, um, why you guys are still in the closet, but. You know, I just hope in your lifetime that you do get a chance to be free because it's a blessing. It's, 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 it feels so much better to be able to say you don't care, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care what nobody says, you know. So, uh, with that being said, uh, everybody have a good day. Stay blessed and forever young.